What do plants need to grow? Most people would answer water, sunshine, but the most important factor for a healthy garden is the quality of the soil. Healthy soil is the foundation for growing vibrant nutrient plants and vegetables. In this episode, we are going to look at the importance of soil in your garden and how you need to take proper care of it in order to support your plants. Let's get growing. Hello and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray. Just plant. Welcome, fellow growers, to the Prages Plant Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today in Season 9, Episode 12, we're going to dive into the importance of garden soil and how you need to step up and take care of it. Lots of times when we think about what we need to grow our plants, we think about the sunshine and making sure we're in the proper location and we're trying to make sure that we get them enough water. And then when they fail to grow or something happens to them, that is when we look at the soil. But we should be looking at the soil first. Every year, you need to be looking at your soil first because you're not going to get a crop. You're not going to get high yields in your garden. You're not going to grow those delicious nutrient dense where the nutrients come from the soil vegetables without your soil many times if you've listened to the Prages plant podcast then you know my stance on this you know that i with the words that i'm about to say that we are not gardeners We are not just growers. We are not just homesteaders. We are not just growers of animals and plants. We are stewards of the soil. The soil is the foundation of life. All of our animals, they eat the grain. Where did that grain come from? It comes from the soil. They eat hay. They go out and, and graze our pastures. Where does that grass come from? The soil. We eat fruits and vegetables. Where do they come from? They come from the soil. Our soil is the most important thing and it needs to be taken care of too. One huge hurdle that I had to jump over in taking care of my soil was number one, finding the time to do it. Two, keeping records so I knew what I need to be doing to my soil. We're going to talk about that a little bit too. And three, stepping up and realizing that I am qualified to care for my soil. You are qualified as you sit and listen to this episode and wonder about your garden and the importance of the soil. You're probably second guessing yourself and saying, well, I can listen to this episode, but I'm still going to go ask my local extension office about what I should do. I'm still going to go to my big growing center. I'm going to ask them what I should do. I'm still going to read the books. Yes, do all those things. But when it comes down to the answer, they're going to give you lots of them. And there's different methods that you can use and there's different things that you can do for your soil. But when it comes down to it, it's going to be you choosing what you're doing, you keeping records of what you did, and you watching what happens. Soil can be forgiving and that is so important to remember. And in this 
I want you to remember that you are all your soil needs. Yes, you. You are the steward of your soil. You are the one who is going to jump up on your soapbox and tell your husband we are not tilling this year because of the soil doesn't need it. You are the one who's going to be the voice for your soil. You are the one that's going to need to take the steps to care for your soil. And we're going to talk about all of that today in this little episode. So let's first begin by defining what soil is and what role it has in the garden. You probably think that, oh, well, it's something that I put my seeds in and my plants just grow. But really, you don't really think it's that simple. You know there's something that needs to be done in the soil. You know there's more to soil. And sometimes you think, well, I can't understand this. If you can understand life, and you can understand the things that life needs, air, water, all of the things, shelter, then you can understand your soil. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to read thousands and thousands of books. Yes, you can get dive deep into some books that really get into the science behind everything. But if you simply think about that your soil is alive, then you are going to be great at improving your soil. So I'm going to read you the definition of soil from wikipedia.com. Soil, also commonly referred to as earth or dirt, is a mixture of organic matter, minerals, gases, liquids, most importantly, organisms that together support life. And that life is your plants. That life is what eats your plants and survives with by eating the plants that you grow. That's the life that it's supporting. The soil has such a big, heavy job that it can't just keep doing it without you helping out. Your garden soil. Why is the soil so important in the role of your garden? Because everything in your garden grows from that soil. So it's important that you put its care first. And I'm going to tell you right now that it took me 10 years. I've been growing now for 20 years. It took me 10 years to step up and be an advocate for my soil because I felt like I couldn't. I felt like I was not the right person to do it. There's there's other people that understand soil so much better than I do. But the thing is, and one of the things that I learned, that you can read a book. I love reading uh, Elliot Coleman's book, and he talks about soil in there. And I've read uh, Jean Martin Fortier's book, The Garden Market Gardener. He talks about soil in there because they understand. They're market gardeners. They understand that their livelihood doesn't really depend on the plants. It depends on the soil. But as I learned from them and I thought, well, I'll just do what they're doing. But I can't just do what they're doing. Exactly. I can take some of their methods that they're doing and use them in my garden. And you can too. You can jump into those methods and really find and dive into what is what processes can help your soil. But you also need to dive into what your soil is telling you that it needs. But let's break down what soil is. We defined that soil is a mixture of several different things, organic matter, minerals, gases, liquids, and organisms, five different things. And when we look at preparing our soil or improving our soil, we really look at minerals. Sometimes when we think we have a deficiency or we think about something that's going wrong with our soil, it's got to be a mineral that we're lacking. So we go and reach for the amendments and we go and reach for fertilizers to fix that problem. Minerals are only a very small amount of soil. The biggest part of soil is organic matter. 
And that organic matter is going to be our carbon. It's also going to be where we're going to find the nitrogen that our soil needs. It's also going to be where the organisms live. But let's look at the other ones, gases and liquids. Gases. How do we get gases into our soil? Well, we get gases into our soil when we feed our soil and then the microorganisms break down what we feed our soil, and I'm talking about carbon here, I'm talking about nitrogen sources, technically compost, right? They produce gases, and those gases create air pockets. One major gas that we never really think that our soil needs is oxygen. But why does our soil need oxygen if we tie it back to that our soil is a living thing that supports life? Then it's easy to see that our soil needs oxygen. And the reason our soil needs oxygen is because of the microorganisms. The microorganisms, they're an organism, they absorb oxygen and they convert it into carbon, into the other gases that our plants need. Liquids, of course, we automatically think water. That is a major liquid that we provide to our soil because our plants need it, but truly our soil needs it first. And the reason our soil needs it first is because the way plants absorb nutrients is through what I like to call soil sludge. Now, I hope to go into in another podcast episode and really dive into the 15 nutrients that your soil needs. But today I just want to focus in on the importance of you taking care of your soil and that you can do it. You have everything in your wheelhouse that you need to take care of your soil. And it doesn't have to be fertilizers and it doesn't have to be amendments. It can simply be how you approach the problem and how you use some of the methods to improve your soil. So soil is a mixture of organic matter, minerals, gases, liquids, and organisms. Those microorganisms are the reason the soil is soil. When you have a lack of, I know in the definition it talked about the earth and dirt. Me personally, dirt defines rocks and sludge and all that stuff, but it doesn't have organic matter and it doesn't have microorganisms in it. So you can still have dirt, you can have sand that doesn't grow anything. My clay soil is very compact and it, it, struggles to grow things. And I've added organic matter over the years so that I can, one, change that simple dirt into soil. Because soil is the living part of it, not just the dirt. And organic matter is the most important substance. So what are the benefits of compost? If you go to any blog post or read any book and you are having struggling struggles with your plants, the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to try to jump into amendments. Well, this, if your plants are yellowing, they're this. And if they're purpling, they're this. And we can jump into the amendments and the fertilizers. But you truly need to first start and look at your soil deeper and start with the simplest solution to almost every anything in the soil and that's adding more organic matter. Now I'm not going to tell you just wing it and do what without 
doing a soil test. A soil test is so important and we're going to get into that in more detail. But the benefits of compost are going to outreach so many different amendments because compost has a lot of the 15 micronutrients that your plants need already. And sometimes the reason your plants are struggling is just because the microorganisms don't have a very nice place to live. And that compost is going to help bring that to your soil, to the dirt in your garden so that it can bring balance. Also mulch. We got to think about mulch and ways to feed the soil. If we know that our soil is a living organism, it's not going to just take vitamins. You live off more than just vitamins, don't you? You need your proteins, your substances. You need a shelter to live in. You need water to drink. You need air to breathe. You need the oxygen. You need more than just the vitamins, just the, the minerals and the nutrient dense. Um, the nutrients. You need more than that. And your soil needs more than that. And that's where mulch can come in and help you. And that's where compost comes in and helps you. Because what it's doing for compost and both mulch are doing for the soil is compost is giving your microorganisms somewhere to live. It's creating the shelter. It's creating the pockets for the oxygen. It's creating the pockets to hold water. Those are the other things that your soil needs or your plants need too. But through that soil sludge is how your plants get them. So if your soil has the micro, has the home for the microorganisms, then when you feed it the amendments that you think your soil needs or that your soil is telling you in a soil test, then it will be able to break those down. When we jump over that step and we don't use compost and we don't use organic matter, we're not caring for our soil. We're trying to do a quick fix and a quick fix doesn't benefit anyone. And mulch is also another long-term solution for improving your soil because one other thing that God does for our soil, and you've probably noticed this all over the world, all over any place you live, that if you dig up the soil and you wait a little bit, God's going to cover it. It's going to cover and protect that soil because it's protecting those plants that are growing, those weeds that come up, the in a forest, how does the how do we how does the soil protect it? The leaves fall and protect the soil so that those trees can go grow big and strong. So mulch is very important in protecting the soil, but it's also important in feeding the soil. Because when you have the microorganisms doing what they need to do, mulch will slowly start disintegrating because it's actually feeding and being brought into the soil. So how can we or you, especially when you know that your soil is important, how can you take care of it? How do you know what to do? Well, the best thing to do is to do a soil test. And there's two different types of soil tests. The first one that I'm going to talk about goes right into those microorganisms. It tests how many that you have. And the name of this test is actually pretty funny. I go more in detail on these tests in my book, Dirt, Finding the Solution to Building Soil Health. But it's just, it's called the underwear test. And so you go out and you act, and you can use underwear, you can use anything, but you want to use a cotton material and you go and bury it in your soil and you come back at certain increments you mark where you buried it and you can come back in certain time increments like a month two months two weeks whichever it is and you see how fast your soil digests or eats up that cotton 
fabric. Now you want to, you're wanting to use cotton. You don't want to have any acrylics or man-made materials. You want organic, which not means, you know, t- the way it's taken care of, but means that it's from the earth. It's from plants. It's from growing things. It's not man-made. You want that kind of material. And you judge how fast or how quickly that deteriorates in your soil. And that's going to tell you how alive your soil is so that you know what your microorganisms are doing. If it it takes a long time to digest that cotton material, then your microorganisms, you may not have very much in your soil. You may not have enough carbon to support their life. You may not have enough organic matter to support their life. So that's the first thing that you should do. The first test that you should always do is to do the underwear test, the microorganism test. Many of us want to jump right into the nutrients and they're important and I'm not going to say they aren't. And one of the big things that I really struggled with with testing my soil is I did. I went to the big box stores and got the little cheap test because they were like 10 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever you wanted to spend, but they they're not accurate. They are going to give you a little bit of a clue, but they're not as accurate as doing a regular professional test. But I felt like I wasn't an expert. I couldn't do my own test. I couldn't gather the soil right to send it in. I would probably mess it up. I promise you, if you read my book, Dirt, Finding the Solution to Building Soil Health, I walk through that journey of how I changed my mindset in that. I also walk you through the steps of how to do a soil test. I walk you through these two different soil tests as well. I even walk you through how to read a soil test. So when you get your soil test back from the lab, that's very important how you can read it. So then you know what you need to do. Try to do a test from a lab. And if you are in a farming community or you have, maybe you're not a farming community, but you have an extension office or something part of your agricultural education, you may be able to find places where you can get your lab testing done for very low price or even free. I personally get my uh, soil test done for free. So before, in the very beginning, I talked to you about the three different things that I needed to do or that you need to do to really care for your soil. And we talked about understanding our soil, understanding that we need to step out and be the expert and that you already know all you need to know. Because if you know how to care for living things, you know how to listen and you know how to observe, you can change your soil. You can take care of your soil. The third thing was keeping records and and figuring out a system so that you can regularly maintain your soil. Because regularly maintaining your soil is going to keep it healthy. Your soil is a living and breathing thing. You eat three times a day. You take care of yourself and you do the things that you need. Your soil is a living, breathing thing too. It needs maintenance. It needs a regular system that will take care of it. And the the quickest way that you can figure out a system, the quickest way that you can care for your soil is just to record the things that you're doing to your soil. You can record where you're planting and what you're planting in each bed. You can record how many years in a row that you planted that said thing in there. Or did you change up and plant broccoli in this bed where last year you planted lettuce? 
that's going to help you keep track so that when you do a soil test and when you do that soil test, make sure that you are getting soil from different areas and send them in different packets, not all in one big thing. So you can have a soil test from the lower part of your garden or the higher part of your garden or the left side or the right side or the north or the south, or you can have all over and you will be able to see what you grow affects your soil or the things that you already doing like adding compost or adding certain amendments. When you record those things and you make a schedule of them and make time for them in your care of your garden, you're going to see results, but you're also going to be able to use your observation skills. If you can observe your plants and if you can observe the soil, then you can take care of your soil and improve your soil. And you can do this very easily by just keeping records. It's so very important. And I walk you through doing a garden audit. I think I have a checklist of the things that you need to be doing. I can put that in the show notes. I will also put a guide that I have for you called the Building Soil Health Guide. It walks you through the four steps to improving your soil and it talks about the tests that you should do. It talks about how you need to be thinking about organic matter and carbon first and all pretty much a lot of the things that we're talking about now. So maybe you're driving, maybe you want to write all this stuff down, go grab that guide and you'll have all the information that you need. Best way to care for your soil is to record what you do to your soil, what you do in your garden, what you notice happening with your garden. Are you getting less yield? Are you getting more yields? Writing down that information, testing your soil, getting to know your soil, understand what's already in there before you throw a bunch of amendments at the problem. Find out first what's there because you can't fix something If you don't have a starting point, go to the big two first, which is oxygen and organic matter or carbon before you jump into the amendments and do the underwear test. And just remember that your soil is important and that you have all the tools you need to improve it and to care for it. So please don't hesitate to dive in deeper into this topic. I will put in the show notes some other episodes that dive in and talk more about improving your soil and taking care of your soil and how to do a maintenance, how to keep track of your records, all of that juicy information. And grab the Building Soil Health Guide. It's really going to help you step-by-step walk through what you need to know to improve your soil, what you need to do to improve your soil. Not necessarily improve, but to understand your soil so that you can step out in confidence and you can be the voice that your soil needs. So I want to thank you for joining me here at the Pray Just Plant podcast. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray Just Plant. This week's episode is brought to you by the Building Soil Health Handbook. This handbook was designed to help you take the guessing out of improving your soil, to help you become the expert your soil has been waiting for you to be. Many of us think that we're gardeners of vegetables and gardeners of fruits, but we're not. We are stewards of the soil. In this handbook, I walk you through the four steps I've used here at the farm to improve my soil. I want to help you become the expert that you never realized you could be. To grab your free copy, go to redridgefarm.org backslash resources.